the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We're in studio with Bill Gardner from Empire Window Company. Bill, people are replacing their windows for the purpose of making sure their homes are more energy efficient, but it's also they look better. That improves home value when you improve the appearance of the home. Absolutely, the aesthetics, but it's not just the outside, it's the inside too. I mean, it looks great inside and out, and like you said, helps with home value. You know, the great thing right now with higher interest rates, we're we're receiving a lot of calls where people are looking to fix up what they have versus move, and they're realizing you can get the house of your dreams by recreating it with siding. I mean, there's different colors, there's different textures, there's wood shake siding, there's scallop siding, there's board and batten, which is up and down siding. There are so many different options available where you can create that dream home that you've always wanted without moving. And if the mortgage rates stay what they are and people just cannot reasonably move to another home, the best thing to do is make yourself a new home right where your existing one stands. Absolutely. You get to enjoy it, and then if you do decide to sell in the future, you get the resale value of it also. Empire Window Company, you're going to want to call that number, 855-76-EMPIRE, and make sure to log on to EmpireWindowCompany.com. Empire Window Company, Bill Y. You deserve a fair price. Three words my dad drummed into us boys all our life. The three words that define why it works. Consider it done. We talk a lot about Wallach-a-doodle, which is making it feel like everything was fixed by magic. But that's really the icing on the cake. The cake itself is... Consider it done. Because a plumbing problem's a rather unpleasant interruption to your day. Nobody calendars in time to deal with an unexpectedly broken water heater or sewer line clog or burst pipe. So what you want, in one sense, is to have one of our straight-talking, hard-working, do-it-right plumbers fix it for you. But really, you want the whole issue taken off your plate so you can get back to your regularly scheduled life. That's what consider it done means. As soon as you call us, you can consider it done. Problem solved. Fixed and fixed right. So the next time a plumbing problem interrupts your day, just call us and consider it done at whyitworks.com. This hour of Always Right Radio is brought to you by The Floor King and keepingmedicaresimple.com. You and I know and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Bridge have thrown down their guns and refused to fire the shot heard round the world? The martyrs of history were not fools. And our honored dead, who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis, didn't die in vain. Where then is the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. This is Always Right Radio with Bob France on AM 1420, The Answer. All right, it is nine minutes after 11 o'clock. And that means that our number three is underway, our last hour of live radio before Thanksgiving Day tomorrow. So I want to say 
Again, a very early happy Thanksgiving to you. We will have a best of Always Right Radio program lined up for you tomorrow. On Friday, Black Friday, Shopping Friday, whatever it is you want to call it, as part of the long Thanksgiving Day weekend, we will have Khalid Namar, a special guest. We'll have Khalid Namar uh, hosting the show from 9 until 11 before Akron football on Friday. So uh, that's what we've got lined up for you. That's why we've been so busy today. Thank you to Ken Cuccinelli. Last half hour, thank you to, uh, let's see, who else did we have on so far today? Thank you to Marjorie Taylor Green. We had in our number, also in our number two, and we had uh, uh, Catherine Engelbrecht from TrueTheVote.com. She was on with us in our number one talking about the J6 tapes. And now we continue our cavalcade of guests with uh, a familiar voice and name that I know you've heard. Uh, uh, Claire Lopez is with uh, Lopez Liberty LLC. She is an American patriot. She has been with a number of organizations uh, exposing some of the dangers that we face from uh, Islamic terrorism and Islamic fundamentalism in the United States. She has a lot of thoughts on what's going on in Israel right now or technically in Gaza after what went on in Israel on October 7th. And she joins us now to lend some perspective to all of those. Claire Lopez, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for coming back on here in Cleveland. How are you? And thanks. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you, too, Bob. Thank you for having me. Glad to be back on with you. So let's dive right in, Claire, because um, you are, you know, you're among the most knowledgeable people in the Middle East and uh, and on fundamentalist uh, Islam uh, in the world. As far as I'm concerned, I talk to a lot of people who know a lot of things, including Robert Spencer and others. But um, you you, uh, you have a very special knowledge of this stuff. So tell me what you starting out, what you think of the news today? that uh, an agreement to a pause, not a ceasefire, but a pause has been reached in order to get 50 out of the 250 or so hostages taken by Hamas released um, in exchange for six times that number of actual convicted prisoners being held in Israeli jails right now who are of Palestinian or Arab descent. Um, Is this a good deal? You know, it's it's hard for us to say who are not there in Israel, who don't have loved ones, who are hostages or perhaps dead by this point. Mm-hmm. But looking at it from the outside, from the American side, uh, it, it does not seem to be a very good deal. Um, certainly for the families who are going to get loved ones back to their to their homes again, this is a wonderful deal for them. And, and there's nothing we can say about that. But looking at a, at a more strategic level for Israel, uh, any pause in, in the offensive in Gaza right now by the IDF is going to give Hamas and uh, its jihadi uh, partners, Pij, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, the smaller group there, time to regroup, time to uh, perhaps move uh, their forces or their weapons or you know munitions, whatever, um, and also, they're playing games with us, psychologically speaking. Um, they're, they're playing on the emotions. As, as we know, um, you know, Israelis, Jewish people, place such importance on the lives of every single person. And even if they are not with us anymore, they want the bodies back to bury them properly with a proper ceremony in Israel. And Hamas is playing on that. They're playing psychologically with their minds to offer a mere 50, and they're supposed to be live hostages, by the way, 50 in return, as you said, for something like 100 
fifty or two hundred. Three sure hundred. Three hundred is what or the Times of Israel reported this morning. Three hundred okay, prisoners. Yeah, we're going to be really you know, again. We have. It, it is lopsided. It's also it, it's apples in, in rocket ships because these are not hostages that were taken by Israel. These are not right. people who were kidnapped. These are people who have been accused of crimes, tried in Israeli courts, and are in jail for crimes committed. So it's not even a yeah. hostage for hostage. It's a legitimately convicted prisoner release of 300 of them for right. 50 hostages that were kidnapped by, by Hamas. And that's what makes this, and to they, me, such an awful, awful deal that has been agreed yeah. on. I have to agree. And, and of those um, in, in the Israeli jails, um, even if they are women and what they call children, you know what they're talking about? They're talking about women who committed knifing, stabbing, and shooting attacks. And the children are 17, 18-year-old guys who did the same thing or worse. Attempted murder, um, uh, building explosives. Uh, throwing rocks at vehicles in an attempt, of course, to, to cause accidents and crashes. We're talking about very serious crimes here. We're talking about terrorism crimes. And you're right. The way that this is being presented to the American media, which only ramps up the pro-Palestinian from the river to the sea crowd uh, in the United States and around the world, it makes it look like Israel took women and children as hostages from, from Gaza, from, you know, Palestinians, uh, you know, as, as hostages. They're not women and children. They're convicted criminals, as you say, older teenagers and women who did terrible things. And and they're making it look as though Israel, they're trying to create, Claire, the moral equivalence that does not exist. Yes, exactly. As I said, they're, they're playing psychological games. They are very good at information, operations, propaganda. That's what this is. This this is a, a an attempt to, to play upon world opinion um, and to sway especially American policy. Um, where the Biden administration so far has been quite strong, uh, at least superficially, in supporting Israel with, you know, um, uh, carrier strike groups to the area, a Marine Expeditionary Unit in the Red Sea that's been shooting down Houthi uh, missiles, by the way, um, and that nuclear-powered sub, I think it's in the Persian Gulf. Now, that all looks like strong American support, but behind the scenes, you know, what are these Biden advisors, the team, doing? What kind of pressures are they putting on the Benjamin Netanyahu government uh, to give up, to stop fighting, to continue um, a, a, a pause, which now I think is supposed to be about four days? Yeah. How do you get it started again after that? That's what's going on behind the scenes. Well, you're asking that as a question, Claire. I'm going to ask you to answer it. Because I think we're all wondering that, and you've got a lot of expertise and knowledge here. What do you think Netanyahu will do, given not just America, but world opinion, as you pointed out? I mean, look, two days after October 7th, the grieving for the victims of the atrocities of October 7th were forgotten about, and all attention turned to hate Israel when you strike back. You better not hurt any any people in Gaza. You better not hurt any civilians. You better be proportional in your response. Almost like just, just moments later, they said, we're worried about that now. And so world or support by the rest of the world for Israel in, in responding to this started to wane then. And now five weeks, six weeks later, you know, they're, they're rooting out Hamas. They're discovering the tunnels. They're discovering the weapons caches inside of the hospitals and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. Mm-hmm. And now there's a pause. When they start bombing again and start invading again, you're right. They will have even less world support. And again, the pressure will be on them to let Hamas come out of their hiding and reformat itself. 
Well, you know, listening to the statements made by Phoebe Netanyahu, uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu, over the last uh, few days, Mm -hmm. uh, he indicates uh, that he is very firm that their number one priority remains uh, the destruction, the complete destruction of Hamas. And he puts number two at rescue of the hostages and then number three uh, in the aftermath that uh, the, uh, the administration of Gaza cannot ever again uh, be left in the hands of Hamas. Uh, but, but, but speaking to a couple of things you just raised there, mm-hmm. uh, for example, the use of hospitals and other civilian facilities like schools um, for, for Hamas uh, military facilities, ammo dumps, uh, weapons caches, as you said, um, and, and headquarters, planning and operational headquarters for Hamas leadership. Those are war crimes. And under the Geneva Conventions, anyone who does that puts, for example, five floors of, of Hamas um, military command underneath the Al-Shifa hospital in Gaza, as we now know they have done. Anyone who does that, they are guilty of the war crimes. And if the Israelis go after the weapons caches, the, amu- the ammunition dumps, the leadership of the military, the military leadership of Hamas or Pitch, their crime, there is no crime. They are targeting military targets, and that is absolutely, completely um, licit, legitimate under the Geneva con- uh, con- uh, Convention. Even if, and as sadly there probably are and would be, civilian casualties. The crime, the war crime, is Hamas's for Thank putting you. military facilities inside of, next to, underneath of civilian facilities. And we can talk about proportionality if you want to. Well, we can, but I want to I underscore what you just said because that is extraordinarily important. Because also released today, in addition to the details about this new truce or, or this four-day pause and so on and so forth, are images of mass graves. Um, uh, in Gaza, uh, in a bunch of blue-bagged bodies. And, and the headline, of course, is victims of Israeli strikes. And and I retweeted this, uh, this photograph, and, and I put the reality of this. Every body and every blue bag there is a victim of Hamas, not of Israel, because they literally are counting on people sharing those photos to gin up anger and hatred of Israel, saying, oh, my gosh, look at all of those citizens. Look at all of those civilians. Look at all of those women and children who were killed. We have to stop. This we have to stop this. They're used that as propaganda, Claire. I mean, how do we even know what's inside those bags? How do we know that those aren't Hamas jihadis, Hij jihadis inside those bags? And remember the videos that we've seen of body bags, air quotes here, that suddenly move. You know, somebody has to scratch their nose inside there. Um, That's a great point. Keep all of that in mind. That that those are the kinds of games they play. But you're right, even if these are, unfortunately, civilian casualties among the Gazan people, uh, that is on Hamas. Yeah. Well, you know, there was a there was a we're talking to Claire Lopez, by the way. Um, 
Claire Lopez is one of the most knowledgeable people about the Middle East, and we're going to talk about the two-state solution, big picture here in a moment, too. But there was a, a, an editorial cartoon by a, a cartoonist named uh, Michael Ramirez writing for a Las Vegas newspaper that also runs in the Washington Post. The Washington Post spiked it. It was a picture of one of the Hamas leaders, uh, 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 Ghazi Hamad, I think it is, um, uh, you know, a cartoon of him strapped, uh, we, tied to him with ropes, babies, and to his back, oh, a, 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 yeah. a woman. The Washington Post editorial board freaked out at that, said, oh, my gosh, they spiked the cartoon. He wrote a giant op-ed in Newsweek about that, you know, because they said this was racist and it was discriminatory and so on and so forth. Claire, it's exactly what they do. And those those cartoon babies that were strapped to the, the, the figure in the cartoon are literally what's in these bags if we are to take them at face value, that these are civilians. They are there because the cowards at Hamas hide literally behind them, knowing that any strikes that come for them are going to kill civilians and they can use it as propaganda. That's what I'm talking about here. The American media is on the side of the terrorists when they spike things like that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And uh, we have no way of knowing Again, what's inside those body bags, unless they unzip them and show us. Um, But even, again, if they are civilians, and some perhaps are, that is Hamas's war crime. Or maybe Palestinian Islamic Jihad's war crime. They're the ones that launched the cross-border horrific Shabbat massacre attack of October the 7th. That wasn't Israel. That was Hamas, and that was the Palestinian Islamic Jihad that did that. That's right. And, and I've been making the point that every death in this conflict belongs to Hamas. The Israel deaths, 1,400 plus 4,000 yeah. injured and tortured and dismembered and all the other things that have happened. Uh, and then, of course, everything that has happened in Gaza, particularly when they hide among hospitals, schools and in civilian populations, every death belongs to Hamas. Let me ask you bigger picture now. Uh, there was a survey done, by the way, Claire, and maybe uh, let me let me back up just a second before we go to the big huge big picture there was a survey done by an arab research uh, organization that was done on november 14th so about a week ago so five weeks after the october 7th atrocities and they were asking palestinians in gaza and i think in the west bank whether they support hamas and uh, uh, and the uh, the action taken on october 7th 75 yes, percent you i'm sure you did because you're on top of this like no one else 75 percent of those who responded said they support still hamas they support october 7th and what was done and they support an end to israel so when we are told please please do not think that every palestinian in gaza is hamas these are innocent civilians that those numbers don't tell me that they're innocent civilians they are in fact well, supportive of what happened there's more to it. There's more to that. Okay. First of all, who are Hamas and, and Pidge? Who are they? They're the fathers, sons, brothers, and husbands of the Gazan people. They did not parachute in from Mars. They are of the people, from the people. They are the ones in 2006 who voted Hamas into government in Gaza. Um, and then I would say also that on October the 7th, the day of the Shabbat massacre, Mm -hmm. after the first wave came through, knocked down the fences, paraglided in and all of that, Mm -hmm. launched off of the beaches, behind them came hordes of civilians. And you know they're civilians because they're dressed in civilian clothing. They came behind the, uh, the, the original, the initial jihadi attackers to also join in the rape 
the killing and the looting. So don't tell me about civilians in Gaza. And finally, the last thing I would say on this is that there really is no such thing as either Palestine or Palestinians. It doesn't exist. So what I would say is that these are the people of Gaza or maybe other people in Judea and Samaria. That's how I would call them. And, of course, Hamas, I would just call them jihad. Um, that, I'm glad to hear you say that because I want people to know that while we certainly would grieve, for example, babies and children who are not uh, complicit in this, they didn't yeah. follow through and everything yeah. else. We are very compassionate for them. We do, again, point out it's Hamas who is responsible for their deaths. And for the rest of them, to me, it almost seems like all of Gaza is either filled with Hamas or people who will soon be Hamas or people who are family members and supportive of those who are in Hamas, which brings us to the bigger picture that I started to go to, which is the two-state solution. Most of those in that survey also were asked, do they believe in a a Palestinian state living side by side with Israel? And they said no. Is it even possible at this point, Claire, for there to ever be a a Palestinian state recognized living, you know, alongside peacefully with Israel in a two-state solution? I I consider it a fantasy. Well, let's step back a little bit in history. The two-state solution already happened in 1947 when the United Nations, following on the League of Nations, uh, having given the mandate in the Levant to the British, the British mandate in what was called Palestine, Jewish Palestine, in order for the British to establish a new uh, nation-state in the homeland of the Jewish people, the British feeling sorry for or sympathetic to their wartime allies against the Ottoman Turks' First World War, and feeling bad for the Hashemites in particular, who had gotten themselves kicked out of Mecca and were now without a base, I guess, of operations, the British split the British mandate two-thirds to one-third. Two-thirds went to the Arabs, and it's today called Jordan. One-third was left over for the, uh, for the Israelis, for the Jewish people. And when they were asked by the U.N. in 1948, will you, the Jewish people, take this land that's little sliver left to you and make a homeland? They said yes, immediately. Prime Minister Benjamin, uh, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Ben-Gurion. And the same question, United Nations asked the Arabs, will you take this humongous two-thirds chunk of the British mandate that's now been sliced off from the Jewish homeland and make your um your state. Well, Jordan was already there, and the Arabs said, no, no way, we're not doing that. From the river, the Jordan River to the sea. Um, They wanted the whole thing. They still want the whole thing. Got to ask a question, though. 21% of the population in Israel today is Arab, Muslim Arab. What do they want to do with those people after they destroy the state of Israel and push mm-hmm. everybody in it into the Mediterranean Sea. What what happens to the 21% who are Muslim Arabs? 
That's a Nobody very, really very... talks about that either. No, that's a very good point. Presumably they would, I guess, let them get out of the way as they pushed all of the uh, the Israeli Jews into the sea. Uh, but uh, but no, it's a, it's a very, very good point. Uh, your knowledge is second to none. I want people to follow Claire Lopez on Twitter, <clears throat> learn more from her. Claire M. Lopez. Claire is C-L-A-R-E, no I, C-L-A-R-E-M Lopez. Follow her on Twitter. Uh, Claire, thank you for bringing uh, so much knowledge to the situation, and I look forward to talking to you again as it develops. Thanks so much, Bob. And I want to get a quick note in on Saturday morning, this coming Saturday after Thanksgiving, 9 o'clock in the morning at the Thirsty Cowboy in Medina, Ohio. Uh, McFan, Medina County Friends and Neighbors, will be uh, hosting me to speak to the group on Saturday morning, 9 o'clock. I will absolutely remind everybody of that after the bottom of the hour news. I love McFan, and I'm so glad Lisa Woods is bringing you back in, and I appreciate that reminder. Claire, thank you so much. Thank you. 1129. Let's get news. We'll come back. we got a few minutes on the other side. If you want to make a call today, we've been busy wall-to-wall-to-wall-to-wall interviews. But if you want to make a call, we'll take it on Always Right Radio, AM 1420, The Answer. Three words my dad drummed into us boys all our life. The three words that define why it works. Consider it done. We talk a lot about wallakadoodle, which is making it feel like everything was fixed by magic. But that's really the icing on the cake. The cake itself is... Consider it done. Because a plumbing problem's a rather unpleasant interruption to your day. Nobody calendars in time to deal with an unexpectedly broken water heater or sewer line clog or burst pipe. So what you want, in one sense is to have one of our straight-talking, hard-working, do-it-right plumbers fix it for you. But really, you want the whole issue taken off your plate so you can get back to your regularly scheduled life. That's what Consider It Done means. As soon as you call us, you can consider it done, problem solved, fixed, and fixed right. So the next time a plumbing problem interrupts your day, just call us and consider it done at whyitworks.com. All right, hey, friends, Bob France here for Sky Roofing, your answer to your roofing needs. Listen, we got bad weather coming. We already had snow at the end of October. It's going to be a rough winter, according to all estimates. And if you have questions about your roof stability, whether or not the leaks you have are going to reopen, especially when things get frozen, you want to get this taken care of now. Whether it's roof repair or roof replacement, Sky Roofing is the answer. They've been serving Greater Cleveland for over 22 years. And I'll tell you something, they do it all. They do your home. They'll do your business. Business, they'll do your plant. That means they do residential, they do commercial, and they do industrial roofing too. And guess what? They treat them all like it was their own home. I want you to call 440-349-6750. Ask more about their service. And moreover, ask for a quote. See if they'll come out give you an estimate. I know they will. They're tremendous people. And you're going to get multiple bids on your roofing job because it's a big job. And you want to make sure that you're being thorough. I'm just telling you, include Sky Roofing in that uh, in that endeavor. They will sell themselves. Their experience, their quality, their service, it's all top notch. 440 440- Three four nine sixty seven fifty. More information online at skyroofinginc.com. That's skyroofinginc.com. How would you feel if you could look in the mirror and see a healthier you? If your goal is to improve your health and lose weight, this might be for you. Dr. Frank Dockler with Healthy One Weight Loss. Well, he designs a program built around your personal needs. And then it's so cool. He becomes your personal health coach. Dr. Frank is with us now. Tell us what makes Healthy One Weight Loss different. I think there's a few things that make us different. One, there's no dangerous chemicals or supplementation. 
no prepackaged foods, but it's personalized. We're focusing on the actual problems and we're changing habits as opposed to just giving them something they can throw in the microwave. Healthy One Weight Loss guarantees that you'll lose 20 to 40 pounds in the first eight weeks of the program. And right now, he's offering an exclusive new patient special. Services normally $229 for only $49. Space is limited, so get started by calling 440-230-1113 or visit broadviewhealthcenter.com. This is AM 1420, The Answer, WHK, W273, DG, Cleveland, a service of Salem Media Group. Weather and traffic, we've got the answer. It's 44 degrees in Cleveland, 43 degrees in Akron. I'm Chris Lively. Temperature to remain mostly in the low 40s today. A slight chance of additional rain later in the afternoon. Tomorrow's calling for a high near 51, sunny skies, a low of 39 to 40 that night. That's your weather. Let's take a look at traffic. Traffic is stop and go due to a crash blocking the right lane on Route 44 north at Auburn Road. Police and emergency services are on the scene. Use caution. Meanwhile, we have an incident on Route 18 east and west, west of 77. And looks like we're still waiting for an update on the incident Shaker Boulevard and Warrensville Center Road. That's your weather and traffic. I'm Chris Lively. Always Right Radio with Bob France continues on AM 1420. The answer this holiday season. Give them a steal. Save $30 on the PG56CE handheld blower. Go to steelusa.com slash gift guide. Offer valid for a limited time only at participating dealers while supplies last. All right, hey, friends. Bob France here for my good friends at the Floor King. It is holiday time. They're right around the corner. What do you say we get rid of that old, stained, matted carpet and make things look nice and new when the family comes over for the holidays? Yeah, you can do that now, and you can do it with some tremendous uh, pricing at the Floor King, 216-640-5000. Get some new stain-resistant carpeting. Get scratch-resistant waterproof flooring and get it in time for Christmas. If you call 216-640-5000 and mention my name, you also get 25 four months of 0% interest payments to spread out until Christmas of 2025. What a great way to get new flooring in time for Christmas and to not have to pay for it until two more Christmases have passed. 216-640-5000 for a free in-home estimate. 216-640-5000. When you think flooring, my friends, you think floor king. Waking up America from its woke slumber. Always right radio with Bob France on The Answer. Okay, 1137. I told you we got time for a few calls before we wrap today. I told you we were going to be busy from top to bottom, and we were. That's because tomorrow, Thanksgiving Day, we have a, a best of show for you. Seth has reached into the vault and pulled out some of the more entertaining and uh, insightful and informative segments that we have done over the course of the last, I don't know, months, years, whatever. So best of tomorrow. Then on uh, Friday, Khalid Namar, who, uh, of course, does the Arising Tide show on Sunday nights right here, right here on AM 1420, The Answer. He'll be sitting in for me for two hours before we go to Akron football at, um, at 11 on Friday. So this is our last segment uh, before the long Thanksgiving break. So let's go to it. AC in Cleveland. AC, welcome to the program. You're on the air. Go ahead. Hello, Bob. And Hello, AC. And segment with, with Claire Lopez, very knowledgeable woman. She is. And she, I liked her uh, historical perspective on the one-thirds, two-thirds. And I would like to say that uh, these people that think that Israel is going to get pushed into the sea, not going to happen. Jesus prophesied in Matthew 24, Verse 32, 
Now learn a parable of the fig tree, when his branch is yet tender and put it forth leaves, you know that summer is nigh. Israel is that fig tree. It was formed in 1948, a nation born in a day. It's also talked about in the prophet Isaiah. So they're going to rebuild the temple, and nobody's going to chop down the fig tree, Bob. It's not going to happen. These people, like you mentioned some of them, some of the congressional representatives that are against Israel, like Sharia and ill will, they're in for a fool, and if they think they're going to push Israel into the sea, it's not going to happen. Well, because God said so. God willing, yeah. God willing, that is not going to happen, but it's not going to stop them from trying and taking a lot of lives in the process, which is why it's so right. important yes, for I those agree. of us. Yeah, that's why it's so important for those of us in the, you know, in the, uh, in the free world to support Israel's right to be free and to exist and to defend itself by going into Gaza. And thank you, AC, for the call and doing whatever is necessary to make sure that Israel is not attacked again and again and again and again until they are metaphorically or literally uh, pushed into the sea. Andy, Middleburg. Andy, go right ahead. Yes, good morning, Bob. Bob, all I wanted to do is, uh, your show is one of the most awesome shows on, on the radio. It's most informative. Thank but you. Uh, if we could just, on Thanksgiving Day, put aside all, all, of this, all of this negativity that's going on in the world, thank God that we're in America. We're still in America. And if people would sit down at the Thanksgiving table, take a, a minute out of your year, and thank God. Put your hands together. Thank God for the blessings that we have for what we are here. And I just want to thank you, all your listeners, which are totally out of sight. Have a happy Thanksgiving, and let's all pray to God that this turns around for us for this next year. That's that all a, I need to say. That is a very good message, my friend. Thank you, Andy. I appreciate that very much. And we do. We should. We should be thankful tomorrow. We should be thanking God for all of the blessings we have while also simultaneously saying, God, can you give us a little bit of help? Just give us a little bit of a break. Because we're in a dangerous place right now. Your people in Israel are in danger. The people here in the United States are in danger. Our children are at grave risk of some terrible things, destroying all that you have allowed us to build for ourselves. We're in a very bad place. We need to be thanking God while also imploring God to continue to bless us and to fight off the evil that uh, threatens to overtake us. And I'm not trying to proselytize. I'm not trying to preach. I'm just telling you, I think he's right. Andy, good job. Lisa Oates, Lisa Woods in Medina, speak of the devil. Not that devil, just it's <laughs> metaphorical. Uh, but after having Claire tell us about McFan on Saturday, we got the uh, the, uh, the host of McFan and the founder of McFan. Hey, Lisa, go ahead. Hey, good morning. And, you know, I really want to wish everyone a wonderful Beautiful Thanksgiving holiday tomorrow with friends and family, indeed. Uh, um, well, agreed. <clears throat> yep, yep. And, and, you know, usually I take this Saturday off, but and so does the Thirsty Cowboy. But, but you know, Claire, Claire uh, is in town, and we just couldn't pass it up, and it's just so important. So we, we are going to go ahead and have that meeting this Saturday, and we're really excited to have Claire. Um, she will go you know, further in depth and also take questions um, after the meeting. So um, so we're, we are blessed to have someone like her so knowledgeable to come at a time like this to really inform us what's going on so that we can be prepared for what's, what's happening. Well, I, I love the fact that she takes questions, too, because, you know, there's only so much, you know, she can spill in in a, in a you know, in a speech setting or in an interview setting like mine. She's got so much 
um, she could just go for hours and hours and hours. So she has to limit herself. And that's where the questions come in. And I'm so glad that your audience and, you know, the, the McFan friends and neighbors who are going to be there can ask her to narrow down. What about this? What about this? What about this? So it's going to be a great opportunity for everybody to uh, ask those questions. Again, one of the most uh, knowledgeable people when it comes to Israel, when it comes to the Middle East, when it comes to caliphates and intifadas and jihads and everything else that are being dealt with over there right now so uh thirsty cowboy saturday morning one more time on the uh it's nine o'clock right nine o'clock nine to ten thirty and and while well, everyone's enjoying their thanksgiving for those that can make time on saturday please come out it's very very important thirsty cowboy at i-71 and route 18 it's a treat to listen to Claire speak. Absolutely. Sure Lisa, is. thank you for, for the reminder and the information. We'll uh, push that out there. And uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family as well. Thank you. And everyone at WHK. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Lisa. All right. That's, uh, that's going to pretty much do it here for us. I want to say thank you to a whole bunch of people, first of all, since it is Thanksgiving, to today's guests. Thanks to, um, uh, let's see, we had uh, Catherine um, Engelbrecht. We had Ken Cuccinelli. We had Marjorie Taylor Greene. We had Claire Lopez. So thank you to all of them for being a part of our conversations today. Very important ones. I want to say thank you to our team, Marcy, who is one of our co-producers, Seth, who is our producer slash board operator, uh, and Booker, uh, and Marianne, who runs our phones. Everybody is always so complimentary of Marianne uh, whenever they call in because they are greeted by such a friendly voice and a compassionate person. Thank you to them. And mostly, thank you to you each and every day. I'll say this more emphatically today since we are on the eve of Thanksgiving, but you are appreciated. You have a lot of choices in Cleveland radio or radio around the world by way of the internet. And the fact that you choose us is really, really appreciated. I also want to remind you, if you like what you hear, support those who make it happen. Our sponsors. Thanks to them for giving us this forum. I want you to have a wonderful uh, Thanksgiving holiday and weekend. We'll see you live again on Monday. God bless. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.